Hi, my name is Loretta, and I feel so privileged to be able to share with you this morning. Um, the verse that I have chosen to share from is from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 4, and the first part of um, verse 5. For we know, brothers, loved by God, that He has chosen you, because our gospel came to you, not only in word, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and with full conviction. So just as Paul was writing to the Thessalonians and wanting to encourage them, I think the same message is something that we constantly need to be reminded of today. It may seem so simple, we are loved by God and He has chosen us, but it's worth sharing again. During the most difficult seasons in my life, the truth that I am loved by God and chosen by God is a message that has really carried me through. So I'm going to share with you um, a few life events. Um, some of these moments uh, happened um, early in my childhood and I, I don't even remember them. When I was born, I was born with a dislocated hip that was missed at birth and I needed a pretty significant surgery when I was 14 months. And during the surgery, I needed blood, but I received a blood transfusion during the time of Canada's tainted blood scandal. More than a thousand transfused Canadians were infected with HIV and up to 20,000 were exposed to hepatitis B. Thankfully, my blood test done years later showed that I did not receive any contaminated blood. When I was 12, I was diagnosed with appendicitis and what should have been a very straightforward uh, surgery, um, it was complicated by the fact that before I went into surgery, my appendix erupted um, or burst um, inside me. So I ended up needing to stay in the hospital for almost two weeks. Um, in my 20s, I was involved in two separate car accidents. One was in 2003. Um, I was up north in the Yukon as a nursing student and one day um, I was driving with three of my friends and I was cut off and I just lost control of the car. I hit a ditch and we flipped over. A few years later, while I was living in Vancouver, British Columbia, I was T-boned at an intersection and I literally missed hitting a traffic light pole um, just by a few centimeters. And in both those incidents, I walked away without any major injuries. These are some pretty significant moments in my life. Um, and no doubt these events, in addition to struggles and my family relationships, grappling with my self-worth and wrestling with suicidal thoughts as a teenager, all these experiences made me contemplate life and death and the meaning of life and the existence of God. And it is because of these moments and through um, difficult seasons that I can say for certainty that I stand here today alive and well because I am loved by God and He has chosen me. And not only did He preserve my physical body, but He also saved me in a different way. How did He save me? Well, in the next verse, verse 5, it states, Because our gospel came to you. 
I have to say it has truly been a journey over the last decade, really understanding what the gospel is. And I just wanted to clarify that um, it states the gospel came to me and not religion came to me. I remember being six years old and praying a prayer with my mom. And after that moment, I called myself a Christian. And for the majority of my childhood, I was just trying to live up to that name. I was trying to be good, um, do um, all the right things. And, but in the end, the truth is that all of that, all those attempts made me, um, left me feeling quite empty. So what is the gospel and how is it different from religion? It literally translates to good news. And I love how the book of Ephesians describes this good news. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works so that no one can boast. By grace, I have been saved. Grace is often defined as something that we don't deserve. And to me, a huge part of God's grace to me is the gospel coming to me and God initiating that. When I think of the gospel coming to me, um, I think a breakthrough came about 10 to 12 years ago when uh, Toby and I started reading uh, books by Timothy Keller and listening to his sermons. And I was reminded that I am a sinner, that I am not better than anyone else, and that I'm the one in need. God doesn't need me. I need him. I need forgiveness. I need a savior. And I need Jesus. And that is the way to deal with our heart's deepest issue, sin. It's not by doing better or being better or going to church more. Um, it actually reminds me of a story in the book of John in chapter 6 where crowds of people are seeking Jesus and they said to him, what must we do to be doing the works of God? And Jesus answered them, this is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he has sent. So the good news is more about God and not me. It's more about believing in him than it is about doing things for him. That is the gospel. But it's not a one-time truth. It's the truth that gives freedom. It's a truth that goes um, beyond my physical body, a truth that has really transformed my heart, my mind, and my soul. Um, and I definitely haven't arrived yet, but it's been a journey um, to understand how the gospel permeates all my relationships, my marriage, my friendships, my career, and every aspect of my life. This verse continues on our gospel came to you not only in word, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit. So it's one thing to know that God loves me and has chosen me, and it's one thing to know that the gospel has come to me, but to experience that is a, another thing. What do you think about when you hear the word power? Some of you know we moved to Africa 
and we lived in Tanzania for about five years. We were part of a Christian nonprofit involved in the work of Bible translation. And although that was the work that brought us to Tanzania, we ended up uh, being part of a church plant. In other words, a new church that was starting up. And in 2012, we met two families from South Africa that moved to Tanzania to plant a church. And this church was called God's Tribe. Um, some of you have heard us speak of um, Sheshi and Trudy, um, who are the lead elders of that church. And it is and it was truly such an incredible experience and probably one of the most powerful seasons in my life. I wanted to share one example of seeing the power of God work through um, our church community in, um, in witnessing God um, healing people. And one of them was uh, my son, Judah. Weeks before we were getting ready to leave Tanzania to return to Canada, we um, went to a swimming pool to spend some time with our closest friends. Um, at that time, they were elders, um, they're elders of the church and their families, and the kids were playing and swimming. And Judah was five at that time. He was smaller than the other boys, and um, but there was a slide by the pool, and the slide was actually not really a slide that was meant to be for a swimming pool. Um, the ladder had these metal, thin metal rungs. Um, so Judah, at five years old, was racing up the ladder and he actually slipped and fell at the top of the ladder. And um, he fell and hit his head head first into the concrete. It was, um, so having been an emergency nurse before, all these thoughts were running through my head. Um, so I was just a few meters away and I was already on the phone trying to make arrangements and um, our friends, the elders um, of the church laid their hands on him and began to pray. So Judah was not moving and he was still for what seemed like an eternity. And as they were praying, um, he slowly moved and he actually got up. Um, in Dar es Salaam, there isn't really paramedic services. So um, Toby and I quickly drove him to the clinic and um, um, that had a CT machine. And Judah did the CT scan and it was completely normal. So I can say that in that moment, I experienced the power of God. I truly believe that he answered our prayers and really saved Judah. Finally, the gospel came to me with full conviction. If someone were to ask me, why are you a Christian? Why do you believe these things? Why do you believe in the gospel? Um, well, at the end of the day, I can say with a clear conscience that I have truly experienced God in a real way. And it is with full conviction that I can stand here and share all these things with you. The other week I was listening to a sermon by a pastor named Francis Chan and um, he was talking about the difference between religion and actually knowing God. And he said, you can, you can walk away from religion. You can walk away from a set of rules. You can walk away from a system of beliefs, but you can't walk away from a living God because he will come after you. 
And um, after all these years of knowing God, experiencing Him, um, I can really say that that's true, that the that God has come after me just as a father would come after his child. Um, so as I end this time, it's it's my hope and prayer that this vice verse um, would be a vice verse in your life. For we know, brothers, loved by God, that he has chosen you because our gospel came to you not only in word, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and with full conviction.